Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We are here to discuss the last two episodes of Stay Close, 7 and 8. 7 written by Victoria Asair Archer, 8 written by Danny Brocklehurst, and 7 is directed by Lindy Heyman and directed number 8, Daniel O'Hara. I gave them both 7.5 respectively. I think that there were a lot of twists and turns that weren't necessarily going anywhere besides a nonsensical pretzel at some point. And I find the whole thing rather underwhelming. Surprising since it had a rather stronger start than most of his series or the ones I've seen thus far. But it is something that you can watch in like one day if nothing else is on and you just want to be like, here's a mystery for you. See if you will enjoy the journey <laughs> more so than you will the, the actual payoff because there's not that much of a payoff. A little bit, but not nearly as much as, say, episode three, which felt more so. Before we do get into the recap of these last two episodes, starting with seven, wherever you're listening to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. And if you want to send feedback for any other show that I'm doing, and the show that's going to replace Stay Close is Midnight Club. You can send that to blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below. So let's go ahead and get into it. Ray thinks it's a good idea to break into Cassie's home considering you hung up on this woman for 20 years now, had her photos everywhere, everywhere murdered her ex or so you think so and just beat up her fiance even a casual observer would think a motherfucker guilty question why would you need to go in someone's fridge (laughs) to get to know them looking on their fridge getting their phone number because you don't have it because she how did they meet up last time where they didn't exchange whatever because it was weird that he was taking a photo of all of her numbers it was weird that he was in her house and then he just went up to the bed that she shares with her fiance soon to be husband he's just staring at it then goes into the kids room because there's no reason why you need to be just going through her life ah man this is intrusive fester gives no warning whatsoever as crime scene investigators show up and he unrealistically got away and scathed from being seen in the home when there were like three officers downstairs they drive away and fester wants to know what he recalls he just tells him i need to speak to cassie cassie spins an an ornament in am i saying that wrong an ornament it feels like I'm saying it wrong, but somewhere around those lines, <laughs> in ornaments, 
amount of time being asked the same questions at the police station while Aaron looks entirely too hateful for someone who is also a mother and this woman's child just got kidnapped brooms eyebrows i am disgusted let's be clear i don't find any of the men in this show particularly attractive ray probably is higher than anyone else no one even comes close and yet all season we had to see him with his shirt off in bed like he's something that's a treat and that's what i'm most upset about Megan finally comes clean to Dave like she should have like a week ago, months ago, after the third fucking child. I don't know. Seriously, after all this time, it shouldn't even be a thing. I used to strip. I was ashamed. That's understandable. Fester wants to know what Ray remembers. Ray is fixated on the fact that she kept the ring. Oh yeah, he found the ring that she proposed to him and which that means maybe there's hope. And thus the two of them have a screaming match at each other where he wants to contact Cassie. Fester takes his phone. He hits him with the truth that she is never coming back. She's a crazy bitch and it's been 20 years. Move on. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. How did she get that or he get that she was crazy and it's your friend who is doing more insane stuff. Not to mention you know he committed a crime of some nature finally the police connect kaylee or more like kaylee's coat to carlton as the kidnappers are too young to be involved in any of the steward stuff anyway which broom is obsessed with this should that should be the name of this show men's obsessions i hate all of megan's children why would you ask why why we need to come and stay somewhere else other than our home like it's not a crime scene how do i reach these kids dave isn't speaking to megan nor does he think to support his child when she is being questioned by the police maybe because he knows that she's lying and he has evidence to the contrary and he doesn't think to tell his wife at this moment only after he marries her does he think to mention (laughs) by the way by the way kaylee admits carlton tried to spike them and they didn't know him they just met him outside they planned to ditch him once they were inside she talks about some guy he argued with in a pink hoodie and how is it that a parent can ask you to stop talking as an officer because you're talking to a minor and you keep talking As soon as they leave, Megan approaches Kaylee. Linda, Linda, listen, 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 you. Okay. Michael realizes that someone is leaking information to the kidnappers, and it must be coming from the police station, because as soon as we told them about Harry, Harry was dead. As soon as Megan was at the station, her daughter gets kidnapped. Carlton's daddy is calling Goldberg's. I don't know about the timeline on that one. It's calling Goldberg's phone. So there goes an evidence link as the assassins hide at his house, threaten him, and he tries to act tough, but then just gives them more money. I won't even bother you talking about the continued romance. 
ray continues to watch megan's house while megan despite thinking she explained despite me thinking she explained this all to dave while they was in the room when she was like talk i had another life that was not my real name apparently all she said was uh because that's when this whole conversation should have happened instead of on the side of the beach dave's like i'm pissed off (laughs) not really about you being a stripper i mean i can understand the whole dead guy people are after us this is kind of sounding crazy but that's not even what he's really mad about he's mad about the ex she had 20 years ago jeez grow the fuck up she gets a message from ray very conveniently afterwards who says he knows what happened to Stuart and the meet at the head aaron and michael do police work finally with aaron Idine goberg as the leak then they go to search his house and find the missing evidence inside a door that's so weird it's an odd place effective but odd to hide a phone kaylee feels the impact of her actions and cassie explains she never hated or or who she was before but she only really ran because she was being pinned down for murder because you know we were a family (laughs) uh broom questions pink hoodie guy who gave carlton the drugs and finally tells them about the guy guy got into a fight with that night which leads them back to ray and i'm really surprised with a fight like that this is the one person that can identify the fact that there was a fight going on ray is looking like the likely suspect aaron finds drugs when they search his house so is he a drug addict they never even clarified like why does he have fucking ketamine in here and broom finds carlton's credit card now that was the planet evidence what the fuck is up with the other drugs he has that it never was explained away uh but they should all of a sudden recall that men or at least one man got set up and then he just casually walked out the end of the fucking last episode i was like that's not how that works and also he should be suing like crazy fester is still a friend giving ray a heads up on his impending impending arrest rudy is the bald-headed man that's been following her round who gave the the flyer to her son who looks like Stuart, and he's only been stalking her about his cut of the money 20 years later that he believes that he's owed that just makes no fucking sense i mean it's just bullshit fuck oh my so cassie did mislead broom about like she led him to the door but she didn't know okay so no she didn't mislead him about the missing money she said she took some left the rest for the wife so that's who left it there rudy thought that he steward and Cass ran off together but upon seeing her ass and vipers thinks that she killed steward and ran off with his money to start a new life so you was really talking about half a cut of what 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 didn't even seem like that was that much in there jesus christ and how did you not think it would be what you gonna do beat her ass until she gives you something i'm really not buying this random shakedown 
And then the police just watch him leave. Like, who's this random fucking guy? Broom fights Ray at the head. And Ray admits to killing Stuart to protect uh, Cassie. Saying he was a piece of shit. Why is your face looking surprised when this is the conclusion you were so certain of, you come twat? When he doesn't admit to the other murders, it's clear someone set him up. Because why would he hold back now? Ray does seem inclined. I don't know what. Was he the only cop that showed up that day? Because Ray gets away. He does seem inclined to fall on his sword for Megan since what they had was real. And why she hasn't married all this time. Carlton's dad suddenly confesses to doing something awful. Just as the murder police chief or missing police chief comes up on the news and whomever that is with him just vindicates him of that like whatever you need to do to find your child i don't even know who this woman was she just randomly was there last episode someone was in the hospital (laughs) i thought that was his mother who's this his sugar baby (sighs) just as broom looks to be using his brain he starts tearing up when Aaron's like, what's wrong? After putting all these clues together from the crying scene. Oh, Lorraine has cancer. Like y'all been together for more than a fucking week. Honey badger don't care. Honey badger don't give a shit. It just takes what it wants. You know those people that try to hijack some something happening in someone else's life as, it, as if it's something happening to them, but it's really not about them? That's him. Uh, redness from some photo leads them to the storage facility underground where they find all the decayed bodies cassie throws carlton's necklace away protecting her child what did dave do to protect said child how do they not know that goldberg had a daughter how did they hide a body at the police station and it has yet to be discovered or emitting an odor why hasn't Dave checked on his child or even got his story straight with her in regards to the fact that he clearly went to the crime scene to get rid of the car for her? He's upstairs pouting somewhere because he wasn't number one first and that is a shame. Why is Aaron's eyebrows in a perpetual state of surprise? And oh no, at the end... Ken is showing up at Vipers. And that is the conclusion of episode 7. Let's talk about 8. As stated, Ken goes to Vipers. They try to get information out of Lorraine while Cassie goes to Grandma, who should be contacting her son who ain't doing shit. Where she is ambushed by Barbie and kills her all bloodily. She loses some blood as well. Dave forgives Cassie because she almost died. Then goes to see Ray, who is captured once again, trying to reach Cassie on the on the pier. <laughs> and will only admit to what happened if he gets to tell her. Turns out the whole story, because I really don't have much. I did not go scene by scene. Everything just made me so upset. But it turns out he he never was violent back in the day or violent to her violent stalker instead of her fiance. (laughs) 
for his best friend but believed that she fed up killed him then ran away from the scene but he saw that she killed him and she was probably scared so he decided out of love to chop up the body and get rid of the evidence that linked her to the murder as his way of being chivalrous and i really did feel bad for him calling her the next morning he was shaking and shit but she was just gone he was thinking oh i did this all for you and it does better explain why he's mentally stuck or has been for all of this time when you've done such a horrible thing like chop up a man's body and put it in bags and dump it in the ocean (laughs) for cassie's part for how much she was reminiscing and kissing him a day or so ago she is rather dismissive of his suffering and underwhelmingly surprised to hear everything unfold she ran away because she thought he killed him instead because she received a note telling her to meet him in the woods and she thought oh you killed this man propped up the body for me didn't show up to show me but i'm just gonna assume that people are gonna think that i killed him instead because that means ray would set you up for murder that everything about that was so stupid Ray got shafted for his devotion, but also he's kind of a coward for even letting Patrick Stewart be still stalking your girl. You should have rolled up on him. Michael goes to Vipers thinking Lorraine is in danger, but when he gets there, Lorraine has already handled business rather bloodily and also realistically, unrealistically, considering she's going through like terminal cancer. She holds Broom hostage to hear her life story about how she hates men after her ex-husband or ex-whoever, baby daddy, abused her. They killed their baby by kicking her and the mental trauma of it all caused her to be vengeful. So she murders a man like she murdered her husband every April 16th. The worst part of the scene other than the repetitive dialogue was Broom saying, we are in love go go bring all your white people with you because y'all niggas gotta exit right now this is all a stall tactic because she's just offering whiskey and got no weapon aaron comes in to arrest her and pity look him she cops to everything including killing carlton even though his body is not found and that's because she probably figured megan had something to do with it and just cop to it so that she can cover for a friend and there's no other reason to not cop to his murder (laughs) then at the wedding megan realizes that dave after he admits going out and getting rid of carlton's car that kaylee her part of the story was that she locked him in his trunk oh so megan knows that dave killed him but she saved him for from being told is that supposed to be it i think i just came to that realization that he doesn't know he killed carlton but she does because she knows that carlton was actually locked in the trunk of the car and still alive when kaylee left him but because he decided to handle actions in that manner he accidentally killed him 
still a really stupid reason to cover up murder. <laughs> Ray decides leaving town and moving 20 minutes away may be the best thing for him to start a new life too, so away he goes. And that is the conclusion of the series. As stated, I wish it was as strong as it started out. I would say it tampered off, particularly in the last three episodes. It just got weirder and more hard to to digest the characters' motivations. But for something to just pass the time, sure, I'd definitely check this out. Once again, if you want to send feedback on any other show that I do, blackercouch at gmail.com. Until next time, peace, hair grease, and blacker magic.